Coming up on 5-Minute News. US requests embassy staff in Ukraine to leave country. Iran nuclear deal unlikely to proceed without release of US prisoners. And water cannon fired at vaccine mandate protesters in Brussels. It's Monday, January 24. I'm Anthony Davis. The U.S. State Department has ordered the families of all American personnel at the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine to leave the country amid heightened fears of a Russian invasion. The department told the dependents of staffers in Kiev that they must leave the country on civilian passenger flights at government expense. The move came amid rising tensions about Russia's military buildup on the Ukraine border that were not eased during talks on Friday between Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov in Geneva. In a statement, the State Department noted recent reports that Russia was planning significant military action against Ukraine. However, the Russian Foreign Ministry has accused NATO countries of escalating tensions around Ukraine with disinformation. With an estimated 125,000 Russian troops at or close to the Ukraine border, Western allies have scrambled to bolster military assets in the region. About 90 tons of U.S. equipment arrived in Ukraine this weekend, part of a $200 million package of lethal aid approved by Joe Biden last month. The U.K. has sent anti-tank weaponry and personnel to help train Ukraine forces. Russia's foreign ministry on Sunday rejected a British claim that the Kremlin is seeking to replace Ukraine's government with a pro-Moscow administration. It's being reported that the United States is unlikely to strike an agreement with Iran to save the 2015 nuclear deal unless Tehran releases four U.S. citizens Washington says it is holding hostage, the lead U.S. nuclear negotiator told the Reuters news agency on Sunday. The official U.S. special envoy for Iran, Robert Malley, repeated the long-held U.S. position that the issue of the four people held in Iran is separate from the nuclear negotiations. He moved a step closer, however, to saying that their release was a precondition for a nuclear agreement. They're separate and we're pursuing both of them, but I will say it's very hard for us to imagine getting back into the nuclear deal while four innocent Americans are being held hostage by Iran. In recent years, Iran's elite revolutionary guards have arrested dozens of dual nationals and foreigners, mostly on espionage and security-related charges. Rights groups have accused Iran of taking prisoners to gain diplomatic leverage, while Western powers have long demanded that Tehran free their citizens, who they say are political prisoners. Tehran denies holding people for political reasons. The indirect talks between Iran and the United States on bringing both countries back into full compliance with the landmark 2015 nuclear deal are in their eighth round. Iran refuses to hold meetings with US officials, meaning others shuttle between the two sides. Former President Donald Trump pulled the United States out of the deal in 2018, reimposing punishing economic sanctions against Tehran. 
Iran responded by breaching many of the deal's nuclear restrictions to the point that Western powers say the deal will soon have to be hollowed out completely. Brussels police fired water cannon and thick clouds of tear gas on Sunday to disperse people protesting COVID-19 vaccinations and government restrictions that aim to curb the fast-spreading Omicron variant. Police said the protest in the Belgian capital drew an estimated 50,000 people, some travelling from France, Germany and other countries to take part. Protesters yelled liberty as they marched and some had violent confrontations with police. Video showed black-clad protesters attacking a building used by the European Union's diplomatic service, hurling projectiles at its entrance and smashing windows. A much smaller number of anti-vaccination demonstrators marched in Barcelona. The protest followed demonstrations in other European capitals on Saturday against vaccine passports and other requirements that European governments have imposed as daily infections and hospitalizations have surged due to the Omicron variant. Brussels police said 70 people were detained and three officers and 12 demonstrators required hospital treatment. Meanwhile, in the US, conspiracy theorist Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s anti-vaccine website has been shared more on Twitter than the websites of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the World Health Organization combined, according to data from Indiana University's Observatory on Social Media. Children's Health Defense was founded by Kennedy in 2016 and was formerly known as the World Mercury Project, has seized on the COVID-19 pandemic to advance its anti-vaccine agenda. The group deceptively hypes the risk of vaccine side effects and adverse reactions, downplays the severity of the virus, and has falsely accused the US government of supporting research on vaccines in order to increase profit for the pharmaceutical industry. Experts say that the high proportion of unvaccinated people in the US is allowing the virus to continue mutating as it spreads. As of Friday, a total of 856,288 COVID-19 deaths have been reported in the United States. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.